Love Talk Radio. Another edition of the Total Sports Live podcast here on Blog Talk Radio. And always, like I said before any show, always make sure if you miss any of our podcasts, including today's edition, a special edition of the podcast, if you miss it, you can check it out on blogtalkradio.com backslash Total Sports Live, or you can check it out on the TuneIn Radio app. All you got to do is on your Apple or Android device, any Play Store you got, search the TuneIn app. Uh, give us a follow over there. Just search the TSL podcast. Give us a follow over there. Really appreciate it because, as, as it, like I always say, if you miss them all, you can catch them right there or blog talk on demand. We got a special edition of the podcast here as we're bringing you another prospect interview here, another NFL draft prospect interview that we're bringing you, bringing you guys today. As we've been continue been doing since about December, we're going to just continue going on as we push forward to draft season. As my friend Chris NFL told me that we are 67 days away from the NFL draft and we're getting ever so closer with combines, regional combines, pro days coming up, individual team workouts is really is really exciting. But joining me on the podcast is none other than 2016 NFL draft prospect quarterback Jacob Russell from Campbellsville University. Jacob, thanks for coming on to the podcast. Yes, sir. I really appreciate the opportunity. Definitely, and we're glad to have you on. Before we get started, because you had a pretty fantastic year at Campbellsville, I'll say record-breaking season at Campbellsville, just give the listeners a quick introduction about yourself and your career at Campbellsville, because a lot of people might not know where the school is and that you guys are an NAIA school. Yeah, so Campbellsville is an NAIA school. It's located in... uh, Central Kentucky, kind of central west part of Kentucky. Um, it's a pretty, uh, it's a pretty big hotbed area for the NAI schools. There's a lot of good NAI schools in Kentucky and in Tennessee, and uh, our conference, the MSC, is um, we've had we had four teams in the playoffs the first year I was there, which was uh, only the second time that ever happened, and we had three in the playoffs this year. So it's a really competitive conference, the NAI. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of good players, a lot of D1 uh, bounce backs like myself that are, you know, I had the chance to compete against. And, um, you know, it was a really successful two years there, and I had a great time. Yeah, definitely. Like you said, the, MS, the MSC it was, has been really competitive, and this year was, you know, the same, very competitive. Um, this uh, this year you guys finished 8-3, and 5-0 and oh in the tough MSC, you know, and then lost Sadly, in the first round of the playoffs, to Marion, forty-four to seven. Let's just talk about you see your season. You know, coming into this year, it's your senior year, your final year playing. You know, college football. What was your expectations individually and as a team coming into this season? Yeah, so my first year at Campbellsville, we uh, we won the conference. Um, you know, and that was my first ring, first conference championship. So that was a big deal. And 
that was one of my goals for that season. But coming into this year, um, we had our sights set on something bigger, and that was the national championship. You know, we did end up winning conference again. That was just part of the ride. But, you know, unfortunately, we ended up losing uh, in the first round to the eventual national champions, uh, Marion. Great team. Um, it's it snowed about two inches right before the game, and and I think that kind of threw off our plans a little bit. But um, overall, great season. Individually coming into the year, um, obviously just individually wanting to win that national championship. But uh, I wanted to be the national player of the year, and, you know, I think I made a pretty good case for that. Unfortunately, I didn't win it. Um, I know only playing one playoff game uh, probably hurt my cause in that. But um, getting to win a second conference championship, getting to uh, play in the playoffs again, overall it's a very successful two-year career at Campbellsville. No, you're definitely right. This season has been – this the past two years for you, and especially this season has been – phenomenal as you know you you know you wanted to win that award but you racked up numerous accolades this year uh, uh being named to the national christian college athletic association being named the offensive player of the year and being named second team all-american in the, in the naia i saw that you know this was the only the second time since 2010 that campbellsville had uh had somebody being had somebody named as an all-american so that had to be pretty special, and it goes. It just goes to show with your stats: three thousand six hundred seventy-six passing yards, thirty-eight touchdowns, seven INTs, ranked top six in five offensive categories. I mean, breaking records against Reinhardt: seven touchdowns, four hundred forty-six passing yards, four hundred seventy-two total yards. This is a lot of accolades that you racked up, Jacob. Talk about what was clicking for you this season, because you were dominant. Yeah, I always like to tell people, you know what happens on Saturdays and game days is really just a result of what you do those four or five days leading up to the game and what you've done, you know, the summer leading up to that season. And, um, you know, I'm very, I was very fortunate at Campbellsville to have quarterback coach Hunter Cantwell, who basically from January to August, uh, we threw four or five days a week. And, you know, I just tried to keep in my mind that, you know, back in January or in the middle of the summer that, you know what I do today is gonna is gonna determine how I play. You know against Reinhardt when the conference championships on the line, or against Faulkner, the number three ranked team in the nation that we ended up beating. You know against Lindsey Wilson, another top five, top ten team that we ended up beating this year. And you know I, I think Coach Cantwell really uh, kept me grounded with that thought. And you know had uh, some of my teammates there this summer that you know were there grinding with me and. You know, that's what we thought about every day was, you know, how what we do today is, is going to determine our success. And, you know, all that work we put in, you know, it paid off with a great season, both as a team and individually. Yeah, no, definitely you're right about that. And, you know, when you brought up the name Hunter Cantwell, it kind of uh, brought back some memories that I remember when he was playing uh, college ball and uh, playing and had, and had a couple of shots in the NFL. Talk about, you know, being able to learn from a guy like Hunter, you know, who – you know, who also played college ball, but also, you know, had a taste of the NFL playing for, you know, Baltimore, Carolina, and, and numerous other teams. Just talk about learning, being able to learn from him and translating and being able to, you know, translate your game coming into the next level. Yeah, so he was, I mean, he was one of the main reasons that I ended up choosing Campbellsville. Um, Getting to work with somebody with that experience, with that knowledge at the NAI level is unmatched. You know, you're just not going to find it anywhere else. And, you know, he could easily be coaching Division One football as a quarterback coach or an offensive coordinator. But, 
you know, I admire him for choosing to coach uh, somewhere where he can share his faith and just really relate to the guys and, you know, become more than just a coach to him. But, you know, the workouts that he put me through and everything, you know, those eight months leading up to the season, um, you know, it took my game to places, you know, that it's never been before. And he's been somewhere where, you know, I dream of being and where I'm working to get now. And so that that uh, experience and that knowledge that he can share with me, you know, it's priceless. And I think it really paid off. And it's still really paying off because now, I, you know, I, I still stay in contact with him throughout this process leading up to the draft and, all that, and, you know, I'll be in contact with him, you know, all throughout my career and continue seeking advice from someone like him, you know. It's just, it's an amazing resource to have. No, you're definitely right. It's always great to have that coach or that, you know, that coach that you can lean on for anything and everything to, you know, help you in every facet. And he's thinking in Campwell seems like he has helped you do that tremendously. Now, let's talk about your game because I had a chance to watch your, your film from 2014 and from the first four games of 2015, and I really I was really impressed with what I saw. Big arm, you know, you put, you, put the ball, you put the ball in only places where your receivers can get it. Just talk about your game, and pretty much first question, who do you try to model your game after as a quarterback? Um, you know, I try to take things from – all the different quarterbacks in the league. Um, mm-hmm. You know, obviously you have to work with what you have. Not everybody is going to be Cam Newton with unbelievable arm talent and athleticism. Not everybody's going to be Aaron Rodgers who can, you know, <laughs> we saw this year throw the ball 75 yards, you know, far, you know, while throwing, while letting it hang in the air six seconds. But, um, <laughs> you know, obviously you want to, take things from every quarterback, you know, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Carson Palmer, you know, even Kirk Cousins this year, all those guys um, are great to watch and, you know, try to model, you know, my game after that, see what they do, not only as far as their mechanics, their fundamentals, but how they lead their team and, you know, Mm -hmm. why is Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning just got his second Super Bowl, he's been in the league, you know, 16, 18 years and had success, Tom Brady, same thing. You know, what separates those guys? Everybody in the NFL can throw the ball. You know, everybody has a big arm. Everybody's six foot four, two 225 pounds. But, you know, there's a reason those guys have had that long champion and had that success. And those are really the things that you you need to try to find and they're going to help me, you know, get into the league and then stay into the league once I'm there. No, you're definitely right about that. Uh, you picked you pick a good group of quarterbacks, I got to say, a good group of quarterbacks. Like you said, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, the two Hail Mary passes that he threw this year were just ridiculous. I don't think uh, I don't think a lot of us can even emulate it. I know I won't be able to emulate that. <laughs> that was just ridiculous, yeah. the way he did that. And then, like you said, Kirk Cousins. I mean, you talk about, like you said, the way he leads the team. He was the, uh, he was the leader of you like that. And the way he, you know, coming in as a backup, you know, not even a high draft pick, fourth round, and then comes in takes the reins and just leads the team to the playoffs, like you said, being able to take stuff from all different quarterbacks to model yourself to make, you know, one complete quarterback, I think definitely is the uh, definitely is the right approach to be taking. So when we look at your game, when you critique your game, when you, you know, sit down and you watch the film on game day or now in the offseason getting ready for the uh, NFL, you know, you're sitting there critiquing yourself after training, saying this is where I have to do better, this is where I have to get, this is where I'm good at, this is where I need to improve at. Where do you think, what do you think is your biggest strength and what do you think is that weakness right now that you feel like 
if I keep working at it, that weakness will eventually become a strength of yours. Yeah, so as far as strengths, um, I think I have a really good ability to make the right decisions. And, you know, I think that is actually what separates those guys that we just talked about, Peyton, Tom Brady, you know, Carl Palmer, all those guys. Continually being able to make the right decisions, uh, not forcing things downfield, taking what the defense is giving you, you know, that's that's number one. Um, If you can't make the right decisions, it doesn't matter how much arm strength you have. And then the second part of that is being able to, once you've made that right decision, deliver the ball accurately. And I think, you know, I've become pretty accurate over this last year, and it's something I can continue to work on because I know the windows in the NFL are much, much smaller than in college, especially coming from my level. Um, And then just going right into um, a big weakness that, you know, I'm going to have to really uh, work on and that I've been working on ever since the season's been over is just that transition from, and in a level where the game, you know, to a point seems slow the last two years where guys mm-hmm. are running wide open, you know, busted coverages, you know, simple coverages, you know, most of the times the team lines up uh, in too high, you know, they're going to stay in too high. Or a team lines up, you know, man-to-man, they're going to stay man-to-man. You know, in the NFL, it's all about disguising defenses, trying to confuse the quarterback. So, you know, I've been studying NFL tape, um, the last several months, um, and it's something that, you know, it's starting to it's starting to come, become normal for me. It's start, starting to become familiar. And, you know, obviously practice reps, in-game reps, um, trying to figure out the disguise of those defenses and working against those defenses are what's really going to make the difference. But getting familiar with those things on tape, I think, is going to be able to turn a perceived weakness from maybe scouts or teams into a strength. Oh, uh, no, I totally, totally agree with you about that. And I and I like how you said, you know, not forcing the ball down the field, you know, just taking what the defense gives you, you know. We don't have to always go for the home run pass. You just take that five yard, make your second down, second and five, instead of like second and 13, you know, making the right play, making the right decision. And we see that in the NFL. I mean, I'm trying to think off the top of my head who does that. Alex Smith, he does that a lot, you know. He's not the guy with the biggest yeah. of arms. But he always, you know, people might get on him calling him, you know, captain check down. But, hey, he makes the right plays at the right time. He he gets the ball down the field and, he, you know, he makes the right plays and he leans on his teammates. So that's definitely, you know, that's definitely one guy I can think of that, you know, does that pretty well. And like you said, just keeping on improving yourself is just, you know, just going to make you that much better, especially, like I said, looking at the film and just always getting those in-game reps, which I know you're doing right now, training and stuff, you just – in-game reps all the time, all the time, all the time. So that definitely, the amount of repetition is definitely going to make you better in the uh, long run. We're here joined on the Total Sports Live podcast here with 2016 NFL draft prospect quarterback Jacob Russell out of Campbellsville University. If people don't, if people don't know, he's from Lawrenceburg, Kentucky, 6'4", 240 pounds. Quarterback, he's a big quarterback, and but just because he's big, he can he can move in the pocket. If you haven't if you haven't watched the film, you should go check it out. He can he can move in the pocket and get the job done. Um, you had the opportunity since you know you had a you had a fantastic year this year. Just want to uh, you know congratulate you on that having a fantastic year. You and your team, and that fantastic year got you in playing in the College Gridiron Showcase. Uh, this has been a game that was that was it was a game that debuted last year was really successful, came back around this time around, 
I've heard nothing but great things about the Gridiron Showcase. A lot of talent down there in all three in all three levels, the from the college all stars to the select team to the to the free agents. You know, just a lot of talent all across the board. Talk about your experience at the at the College Gridiron Showcase and how was it? Yeah, so it was a great experience. Um, and the biggest thing there was getting to compete against the uh, guys at a higher level. You know, a lot of Division One guys, uh, a lot of the you know great uh, lower level Division Two other NAI guys, and just getting to compete against those guys in front of the scouts. Obviously, one of my biggest uh, things in the scouts' mind is going to be, well, can he do it at a higher level? Can he do it against better competition? And so going there and getting to, you know, throw to guys um, that are used to that competition, throwing against guys, you know, that were successful at higher levels, it was a really good opportunity to do that. And then uh, getting to scrimmage, we actually got a scrimmage the second day, getting to, you know, be in a huddle with those type of guys and third of those type of guys and lead the offense like that. Um, It was a really good time, and I think overall it was really beneficial in the process. No, you're right about that. Like I said, I heard nothing but great things about the Grand Iron Showcase. And like you said, being able to be around guys, you know, from all across the country and all different levels, like you said, D2, D1 guys, you know, that you you know that you're throwing passes to or going up on defense that only has to I would think that would only have to make you better and be like like you said step up step up in your step up your play and be like got to shit you're showing scouts like hold up just because I'm from an NAIA I can still compete with these guys that may be from the FCS D two D one level. Yeah, exactly, um, and that's one thing the scouts want to see. You know. It was exciting to see so many teams there represented scouting the uh, the College Gridiron Showcase. And then getting to go out there and just play the game at a higher speed, obviously, just like I talked about before, um, going from the NAIA to the NFL level, I, I see this as kind of a step in between, just ramping up that speed of play, both on the offensive and defensive side, ramping up, you know, the IQ of each player on the field and the the complexity of the defenses and then getting to compete against that and having some success there really just gives you the confidence um, and hopefully, you know, caught, caught the attention of some of the teams there that, you know, it's just not a product of the competition, you know, this kid can actually play. Right. No, I totally, again, definitely agree with everything you're saying right now. And since, you know, you talk, you know, you, you talked about the Good Iron Showcase, you know, we talked about you playing you know, at an NAIA level, you mentioned how there's just a hotbed of NAIA talent in, you know, Kentucky and then, you know, parts of Tennessee, there's really a hotbed of talent at NAIA. How do you feel about, you know, being labeled a small school quarterback? Do, does, does it, uh, do you relish it like it gives you that extra motivation that, you know, that chip on your shoulder saying, you know, people might discount me because I'm from Campbellsville University, but at the same time, I'm going to show them why they shouldn't look over me as this process continues? Uh, yeah, it's always in the back of your mind, just um, wanting to prove that, you know, I'm just as good as these other guys. It's not about where you came from. But mm-hmm. honestly, you know, I'm just folk. I, I don't get caught up in, you know, comparing myself to, you know, Paxton Lynch or Carson Wentz <laughs> right. or Jared Goff, you know. I just, you know, I try to control what I can control and make myself the best quarterback that I can that I can be, and that's going to allow me to, you know, 
with the best in pro days and combines. And that's going to allow me the best chance to end up making an NFL roster, and that's what it's all about. No, you're definitely once again right about that, and I think we can all take we can all take that advice from that. Just learning not to compare ourselves to others and just be the best that we can be every day. I definitely think we can all learn from that and use that in our everyday lives. We're going to uh, before we end off, we're going to definitely ask you about your process, your off season process, and how's it going. But uh, let's talk about your motivation. This is a question that every all our listeners always want to ask our you know ask our draft prospects when they come on. And that is, what is your motivation when it comes to the game of football? Like, at this time, what keeps you going as you're, you know, going through training and you're getting ready for the NFL and even going through this season or your two years at Campbellville, you know, what gave you that motivation just to keep on going and keep on pushing? Yeah, so um, my motivation is definitely my faith and my relationship with God and, you know, Mm -hmm. him giving me that dream that, you know, I want to be the greatest quarterback you know, on the earth one day, and, you know, he he gave me that dream, and he motivates me every day to chase that dream, and, you know, that's what I think about during, you know, everybody has those days where they don't want to go to the weight room or where they don't want to get those 50 extra reps in, you know, throwing the ball, but what you do on those days um, is what's going to decide whether you make it or not and how good you're going to be, and, you know, God has blessed me unbelievably, and, you know, hopefully he will provide a platform through this game so that I can share what he's given me with others. And he continues to motivate me each and every day to chase that dream that he's given me. And it's been an amazing journey so far, and I know that hopefully I'm just getting started. No, amen. <laughs> amen. I agree with you on uh, on that. You know, like you said, you know, God has blessed you with, you know, God-given abilities that many, you know, people wish they had to, you know, be on this, to be on your level and, you know, to be able to pursue this dream that he has laid, you know, have laid, have laid forward to you. And a lot of people wish they could do that, and you're doing that, and you hope to, you know, give back to those you know, who you know that, who you, who you know might be in high school and say, well, you know, I'm not going to the biggest school or whatever. I'm going to, you know, in any high school, is it possible for me to do it? And you're kind of like, I can be that guy, you know, to show, you know, to show them like, hey, just because you came from this school or, you know, a small school, it doesn't matter. You can still, you know, you can still make it in the NFL and chase your dreams or just chase your dreams in general. Yeah, absolutely. Um, hopefully kind of break that barrier from small school to the NFL and just give guys that belief that it's not about where you play. Um, but if you have that dream, chase it and with all you have. And, you know, the worst thing that can happen is you, you don't make it, but you have zero regrets at the end of the day. Nope. And that's, and I, like, once again, and we can all apply that to life. And I always say this. You know, like you said, it doesn't matter where you come, where you play at. I always say, if you got the talent, they will find you. There's no, there's no doubt about it. We see it in the NFL all the time. I mean, we saw just a couple. I'm gonna even say, just a few earlier this season, we just saw on Thursday Night Football, we saw the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a, their third wide receiver from Division Three Heidelberg starting. So I mean, it can happen if you just. Just got to keep on pushing because every day there's a, you know, there's a new story being told and there's guys from small schools getting their opportunity every single day. A uh, few more questions for you, Jacob, because I really appreciate you having you on here on the Total Sports Live podcast. 
next question is, let's talk about what you what's going on in the, for your uh, off-season training. Uh, pro days, the regional. I think you're participating in the regional combine coming up. So talk about how the off-season training has been going for, has been going for you and what's up next for you, pro days and a regional combine. Yeah, so right after the season, um, I got to go out to San Diego and work with George Whitfield, which okay. um, for the guys that know George, has trained the last three number one picks, worked with both Jameis and Marcus Mariota last year as well as Bryce Petty in last year's class, um, worked with Cam Newton. Um, obviously, he's one of the best in the business. And through uh, he had worked with uh, Coach Cantwell, Hunter Cantwell, when he came out for the draft. And so they had kind of been in contact and um, worked it out so that I could go out there for about three or four weeks during the month of December. And obviously that experience is unmatched and priceless as well, working with George. Learned so much just in that short amount of time. And then um, signed with uh, John Meehan from Platinum Sports, Platinum Football, um, as my agent. And came up here to Chicago where I'm at right now. Um the second week of January, pretty shortly after the College Gridiron Showcase. And we're training at EFT Sports Performance, which is unbelievable. I mean, everybody here, we have about 16, 18 guys in our group. Um, We've all seen tremendous gains in our testing and, you know, getting great skill work in with some of these unbelievable receivers and running backs here has been been awesome. Um, So training at EFT, I'll be here a couple more weeks at least and I'll actually be participating in Jacksonville State's Pro Day on March 7th. Okay. Um, their running back, he was the FCS running back of the year, Troy Main Pope, um, is also signed with my agent. So going to go down there. I've been throwing to him, you know, the past couple months, so we've got real familiar with each other. Going to be in their Pro Day March 7th. Then I'll be attending uh, the regional combine on March 13th in New Orleans. So, um That'll be a great uh, opportunity for more exposure. And then a big thing that is still in the works but is getting closer to and closer to looking like it's gonna gonna come through and gonna happen is me being in Notre Dame's pro day. Um Okay. One of the, their number two receiver and their running back are training with us at EFT. So I've been throwing to those guys and we're getting familiar and as because they don't have a quarterback coming out as a senior, they obviously need somebody to throw at their pro day. And so after my regional, I'll come back, continue to work with those guys, and hopefully once it's, you know, locked, you know, sealed um, and set in stone that uh, I can start going up there and going through their routine and then, you know, participate in their pro day, give them somebody to throw to them so that they can look good and, you know, can also help me get some exposure. Oh no, definitely. It sounds like you have had you you pretty much have had a have had a, a, a busy off season. It seems like it's been busy working with Georgia Whitfield, which you know everybody has rave reviews about the quarterbacks that he has worked with. Like you mentioned, and how they have you know how their game has transcended and they have improved, and you know joining platinum football and you know just being able to, you know, be down at Jacksonville State at their pro day at March seventh with Tremaine Pope, like you said, who was a who was a who was who was pretty who was pretty damn good this year and, you know, helped lead Jacksonville State to the SCS national championship game against North North Dakota State and then at the regional combine. I think we already had the Arizona Combine, which has already happened in the Houston regional combine. 
So it seems like New Orleans is coming up next. So can't wait to see how that goes. And then hopefully you get that Notre Dame pro day, and you'll be a you'll be a, you'll be a pretty much a busy man in the whole uh, month of month of March. Yeah, you know, wouldn't have it any other way. It's, it's been it's been really enjoyable just getting to live that life where you know football is your job. You know, don't have to worry about March. going to class or you know those type <laughs> of things anymore. You know, we wake up, we go to the field, we get our skill work in, we get our speed work in, we eat. They feed us, you know, the right food and then go back to the facility, you know, lift weights and do that kind of stuff for a couple more hours, eat again, get treatments, go back to the hotel, sleep, wake up and do it all over again for two or three months. I mean, that's kind of the life, you know, guys like us dream about. You're definitely right about that. I wish I had I wish I had your guy's job right about that. I would love to do that every day. <laughs> I would love to yeah. do that in. And uh, first, and also, I just want to say congratulations on graduating as well. I saw that on the school's website that you did graduate in December. Congratulations on that. That's a big accomplishment. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. To, to get your degree. Uh, I witnessed that about two years ago, so it's always a great accomplishment to uh, have. A couple more questions for you. Last, The second to the last one is, if I was an NFL GM or if the NFL GM was listening to this podcast this very second, and you had to tell them, and you pretty much had to tell, and they pretty much asked you, you know, Jacob, why should I bring you on or why should I draft you to my organization? What would you tell them? I would say because I'm immediately going to make the team better and get them going in the right direction, get them going where they want to go. You know, whether I'm the starting quarterback, whether I'm, you know, the backup quarterback holding the clipboard, helping the starter when he comes off the field, you know, with the defense, or whether I'm on the practice squad giving the scout team look every day, I'm going to do the best of my ability to make the team better and make the guys around me better um, through whatever my job is, you know. Not everybody's going to be the starter, and you know. So, obviously, the backup has his role. And, you know, the backup plays a huge part in the starter's success. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and in that, he has to be ready to come in. You know, we, I mean, how many teams are lucky enough to make it through a full season without having to use their backup? Very few, you know. Not it's, many. It's, 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 a, it's a rarity in today's game. So, obviously, each team has to have two or three quarterbacks um, that can play and that can win at that level. And I'm going to be able to come in, you know. I'm going to be the first in, last out, you know. You know, everybody says that, but you can prove it through your actions. You know, they'll find out who you really are once you get in their building. And, you know, I'm going to do all the right things, not only on the field, but off the field. You know, I'm not going to be a worry. Not somebody you're going to have to worry. Where's he at? Is he going to be on time today? You know, you know, I'm already going to be in the building before they start worrying about anything. So, you know, I'm going to live at that facility. You know, I'm going to be there as much as possible. I'm going to try to learn as much as possible from the guys around me. You know, I'm going to earn the respect and the belief of my teammates that if I do have the chance to go in the game, I do, you know, come in as the backup or get the starting role that, you know, they believe that there's no drop-off and that, you know, we're going to win. And, you know, that's that's really the ultimate goal for each and every NFL team is to win. And if a player can help your team do that, then that's somebody you want on the team. And I, I think I can definitely do that for each and every team. 
No, I totally I, – I enjoyed that answer. Your answer almost reminded me – it reminded me of Quint Epperly, the Princeton quarterback from last year when I had him on the podcast, and he gave the same similar answer, you know, about, you know, being the backup quarterback, running the scout team, you know, just being prepared, keeping not only himself, you know, prepared, but keeping the rest of the team prepared, you know, just in case if you got to go in. And we've seen – we have seen Quinn going on to get a lot of other pro opportunities in the NFL and the CFL. So that's definitely a phenomenal answer, and I can definitely see you uh, in the NFL this upcoming spring on somebody's roster. Without a doubt, I can see it happening. Uh, that's pretty much all the questions I have for you today, Jacob. I really appreciate you uh, coming on. Uh, any last words for all our listeners that will be tuning into this later on? Uh, no, I really just appreciate the opportunity, um, and, you know, hopefully uh, you'll see me on the NFL roster, you know, this upcoming season. If not, you know I'm somewhere trying to get on one, so I appreciate the opportunity, and God bless. Definitely, and that's going to wrap up the podcast here on Block Talk Radio, everybody. I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in again. Make sure you remember this name, Jacob Russell, the quarterback from Campbellsville. He's the real deal. He's going to be on someone's roster this 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 spring, this summer. He's going to be on someone's roster, no doubt about it. The stat and the tape does not lie. That's going to wrap it up, everybody. Have a great rest of the day, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Everyone have a good one.